You know, we've all been in situations when we've been part of a meeting, part of a group, where we feel that people are either not listening to us or not understanding our perspective or kind of dismissing anything that we might say. And Joyce gives a very tactical, practical set of guidelines that gets at that. It ultimately is about how do you create understanding of differences in the room that ultimately lead to people feeling seen and understood and ultimately as a group come up with better solutions than they can on their own or by just one or two voices speaking up. So in a world where DEI's kind of getting a hit lately, we talk about how do you leverage differences in the room with some very tactical, practical approaches that work. So come on in, grab a snack, welcome. Hey, January 2024, I like you. <laughs> and four is my favorite number, I like you. It's been good so far. <laughs> um, uh, differences are emerging all over the world. Uh, where Maybe because we can bump into one another more. Maybe because there's more co-power. It doesn't matter. Maybe in your family. <laughs> this is after Christmas. <laughs> um, but if you have a room that has huge differences, or not even, because you'll the, the differences will come out. And I hope you are doing work at every level in your company <clears throat> that you have a lot of differences in the same room. You do, whether you know it or not. Mm. But if you want to and bring out those differences in a healthy, constructive, interesting way, here are some guidelines that have worked for me. Uh, many groups set their norms for what they want. And actually they can become trite real fast. And then you never <laughs> go back and never go back and measure them. So, but as an OD practitioner, here's, here are my rules when I have large differences in the room, whether it's a union, whether it's a, a top leadership group, or whether it's a DEI initiative. One, people have to ask two questions for every statement they make. And they have to ask it specifically of someone. What's your thought on this? Did you agree with that? So there's a commitment to that. There's no selling or no telling. Nobody can start to sell their point of view or tell too long. And this is where the OD practitioner has to help saying, is this telling? And the group will let them know. People need to know when they're telling and selling because they're killing ideas and we're tuning out. So you can raise the question, Are they? is this selling and telling and get that? And it hurts. Oh, it hurts to get that feedback. I've gotten it. Um, the magic of a 60-second pause. When the air starts to get uncomfortable or dead, rather than interrupting the flow with a huge conversation, say, you know what, we're going to refresh our brains, refresh our thoughts. We're going to have a 60, 60 second pause of silence. Oh, does it sharpen points of view and comfort yeah. group. And sh and shifts the room. It really mm -hmm. does. They, mm -hmm. they come back very different than they entered at 60 seconds. Yeah. There's a not now rule that anyone at any time can pass on a question with no explanation and just say not now. So we're encouraging asking questions, but you're, that doesn't demand an answer you're not ready to give. So the answer is not, not now. 
come back to me. Uh, so, and then under that is you know, that any answer is voluntary. And I love this one. This clears the chaos and um, highlights what's needed. And here it is. You ask each person to say, get ready to say, I want and we need. And you just go around the room. If you have tables, you can have one person speak for the table or the group. And so um, I'll do it. And then you do it, Bob. I want to be clear about what I offer in terms of thoughts about OD. We need to be better at applying or helping our listeners apply what we talk about. You want to do one? Yeah, but I I, I can't. I have two we needs in my head, so I'm going to break break the rules a little bit. So... um, and I'm not going to let you. What's the want behind it? Uh, I want to be seen and understood. We need to assure that we're tapping every bit of talent in this room. And I'm going to pl- play by the rules. I had one behind it, but I'm going to hold there. Oh, am I too strict? Is it important to say? Uh, or- no, it, it's a niggly, so I'm not going to worry about it. Okay. All right. And, and you just saw it in action. It's very hard to hold to it, mm. but it helps. And see, he was much shorter and succinct than I was, and it was a lot more powerful. Okay, there's no record of discussion. Um, oh, I, I forgot to say one thing, too. When uh, This is lovely. Handshakes all around when you come into the room and handshakes when you leave. There's something yeah. really lovely about that. Um, oh, I did have it down here. It was number 10. <laughs> And if you want to, later, you can say what's next in terms of action based on that conversation we had. This is structured conversation among when there are big differences in the room. And you can, okay, I'm going to stop. So I I have a question, and it's more clarification. Yeah. Um, I, I think I came into today's conversation thinking that the overarching goal is to create more community, more cohesion, more understanding of the differences in the room. I'm curious as to whether, can you have a business task that has these principles, these norms embedded in them? Meaning, is is it, yeah. So I I just don't want to have our listeners think, oh, well, this is is a replacement for the DEI training. Yeah, tea party. Yeah. No. No, and but you can have a pure dialogue session, which we did. Yeah. We did it three days. Do you remember? Yeah. In yeah. Duck? Uh, and we didn't take any notes. <laughs> and <clears throat> some profound things came out, which I won't share. Yes. Uh, these are universal norms for how do you get, speaking of authentic, yeah. authentic work done that moves the needle and brings out differences in a healthy way. Amen. Yeah. So as an OD person, I, I think a, of a couple of our really useful applications of what you shared, Joyce. The first is if you're bringing a new team together uh, yeah. that has unevenness in terms of uh, knowledge of one another, uh, it's a great way to uh, jumpstart. If you're bringing a group that uh, are from different areas of the company together to do perhaps leadership development training, uh, a great way to kind of create community and make it real 
uh, as opposed to just kind of cocktail conversations. Yeah. And you can trust uh, the questions that people ask to bring out the theme. And you can also, if that scares you too much, I was scared when we did it and it worked, but I was scared. You can put a theme in. Yeah. One theme. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I think we're almost complete here, but I, I'm, I've decided I want to share my second we need. Oh, uh, good. Uh, because you've been kind I of. I feel better. We were clogged. <laughs> it's somehow, um, I, I won't give the context. I'll just say it. We need to leave this room uh, with the memory of what happened here. So we need to leave this room perhaps differently than we came in, you know, because sometimes you have these great mm -hmm. conversations, mm -hmm. then you go back to work and nothing changes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think of our experience at Camp Hammond where we kind of blew things up and all of a sudden everything got turned upside down. Huge impact after the, the meeting. Good impact. No, oh, all good. I'm sorry. All good yeah. impact. Yeah, yeah. I just think sometimes you go away for a three-day session, you come back and nothing's changed. Oh, it was a good time. Yeah. I got refreshed. And you, can always, you can always add the question at the end. We've spent time on this. What's different? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Just, just that. Anyway, here's... <laughs> I wrote this when there was a dialogue craze mm -hmm. that was um, originated by academics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of academic, but I love academics who have worked in a company, baby. <laughs> we should, we certainly have. So, Joyce, I appreciate you sharing this. I thought this was great. Thank you. I got to keep going through my old bins. <laughs> Get those old bins sorted and separated. Oh, I'm not a good sorter or separator. Oh, anyway. No, it's. It's the first of the year. Clean out the closets. Right. Clean out your files. It's a never-ending. Anyway, yes, Bob, I can do that. I am going to create order and structure. Happy New Year. The world according to Joyce. <laughs> Till next time. You know, sometimes as HROD practitioners, we wonder whether our impact is uh, significant enough to really make a difference in the organization. And relevant to today's episode, Joyce and I heard from uh, a person who was a part of one of those cross-functional international groups that came together to talk about their leadership development. And this person said that it was a huge catalyst to their growth as a leader, to get out there on the skinny branches and take some risks. So it was nice to get validation. And I hope that story encourages you to try to do this within your organization. So thanks for coming today. And until the next time, be well and be safe.